1: Hey everybody and welcome back to the Call Her Auntie podcast. You already know who it is and if you don't, my name is Kwazance Busenow and I am here with my co-host. Grace, hey everyone. We were off again for a little bit because you know times get hard and we get down and out. So we (laughs) took a break and um, with good reason, reason we have some updates for you, and I can start them off with a check-in on, like, more of, like, my health journey. Okay. Okay, so as some of you know, I've been, like, going to a naturopath, and I've been, like, getting blood work done, trying to, like, get my health to optimum health, and, like, have happy hormones, and have my whole system functioning optimum. Optimum prime. <laughs> <laughs> Optimist. I was prime. like optimist prime you know that's how I want my heart to function so I found out that my b12 and my vitamin d were really low like dangerously low so that has been that was like the first indicator um that when we were going through our blood work so I'm going to be starting a new regime and I honestly was like I thought, not that it's not, but I'm like, I thought life was so hard to, like, get up, get energy, find energy to work out. I'm like, how is it so easy for everyone else? Yeah. Um, But it's because my vitamin D was really low. So, and my, both of them, but also I could probably have been eating differently, you know. Did you
0: also feel Um, So you said you felt like fatigue and tired a lot. Did you also feel like nauseous or sick when you couldn't
1: explain it? Nauseous and sick, but like, I would never also, like the thing is about me for this whole time, I never felt hungry, but then all of a sudden I would get random pains of hunger. Like I would go from zero to a hundred. And I think that's been all my life, so I don't know if this is like having to do with it or if it's something else. Yeah, because but- I, I was just thinking B
0: twelve, like you get that from meat, right? Like B, I'm pretty sure you get B twelve from meat. Like that's what a lot of like when you go like vegetarian, um, you would have to take a supplement for B twelve, um but I remember being in early pregnancy and being sick. And, um, instead of, you know, like taking, um, medication that there would be, um, them telling, like, I'd see online articles and even friends would say like, take the vitamin B12. Cause that would help with nausea. And I'm like,
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've just looked up how to increase your amounts of B12 in your diet, and it is like beef, liver, chicken, fish, self shellfish, trout, salmon, tuna fish, clams, um, milk, yogurt, cheese, eggs. And I like eat them all though. You eat, I should that. be eating cheese, so. yeah. <laughs> but I eat it, <laughs> and I totally eat beef, and chicken, and fish, and yogurt, and eggs. So I'm like. I don't know how I got here, but here I am. We're going to start this new journey. I'm going to be taking like injections for the next three months to get vitamins. And we'll see where we are going into 33, healthier and hopefully happier.
0: Well, that's all that matters, right? Is, is you just want to feel
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's Aries season, my birthday season. Yay. So that ends up my check-in. Tell me how you are. <laughs> I'm doing good.
0: Um, yeah, I'm just, you know, like getting a lot more tired the further along in my pregnancy. Um, Nico got a haircut today. I sent Nico up for swimming lessons. He starts in a couple of weeks. And honestly, like... Um, when I just look at the dates, like there was some countdown. Oh, I think you liked it, that that Kitchener um, indigenous market. And I'm like, ooh, this looks so like fun. I want to go and it's in May. And then the next like story was um, the countdown and it was like one month and so many days away. I'm like, that does not seem that far and I'll have a baby by then. So it's like crazy. And then Nico's yeah. lessons. He starts in a couple of weeks and then it ends on in like June. And I'm like, wait, I'm going to be, be bringing a baby by the end of his swimming lessons. And I'm just like, it's kind of wild. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. And uh, like life seems to be pretty good right now and I'm enjoying it. And yeah, things are good. Things are good on my end. Um, I know we wanted to talk about oh, Quay wrote in our notes, Grace's first lamination. Um, they weren't, they're not like an official lamination, but I bought this brow pen thing from that. I saw off TikTok and I bought it at shoppers today. And it's pretty much just like a wax that goes on your brows. And then you just like spike them up or spike them like any way you want. Um, you like it. Yeah, I think it's like what I needed because like my brows are very like dark already. Um, And I just kind of needed them like set in a certain way. And that's what I needed. So yeah, I'm pretty happy. Um,
1: Yeah. I am a big fan of brow. Oh, I muted myself. I'm a big (laughs) fan of brow lamination. I'm a big fan of eyelash extensions and I'm a big fan of nails. I'm a big fan of everything that makes you feel good. Yeah, for sure. I've like gone, I've like been so sad sometimes I'm gone to get my nails done and I'm just like, like just waiting for them to be done so I can look at them and be happy. Yeah. It's like, I don't like, you know. Um, that sounds funny, or like, but I think you just have to find things that make you happy, even if they're silly to other people, and that makes me happy. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, then we're, um, another of my check ins is we wanted to talk about self care, and Koi was saying she likes to get nails done, and I was saying I booked. Um, my first massage appointment in a long, in a long time, I haven't had a massage. Um, I remember I was under my mom's benefits years ago, um, when I was still living up in Thunder Bay. So she like booked my massages for me just because the funds were available by our benefit. So, um, that was really nice. And I'm looking forward to getting one, um, next week. And then, um, I plan on like taking a day off. And getting that and then taking a midday nap. Um, That sounds like self-care to me, just being totally relaxed and then sleeping (laughs) while Nico's at school. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, And then Quay, talk about like (laughs) your
1: acupuncture too. Okay. So before I talk about the acupuncture, I wanted to talk about but my McQuay's self-care cocktail. So <laughs> during the, like, I think I first started this during the pandemic and like every other Friday or every, every Friday and then every other Friday and like once a month, I would book collectively all together, like my therapy, my massage, and then book off of work. So like at one o'clock I could go to therapy cry my eyes out, then wipe them, go to massage and like have my body relax and then come home and take a nap. That was my (laughs) Friday self-care cocktail. Cause like it was, it's been a hard couple of years and that's what I was doing to take care of myself. And then I, the next day I would like drag myself to the nail salon and sit there. (laughs) Um, but what what grace wanted me to talk about was acupuncture and i've gone to go do it before for like massage not muscle pain and like muscle relaxing or like tense tension release in my shoulder before because like my shoulder is always acting up on me but today i went for like hormone balancing and there's acupuncture is really interesting and i think that like there's probably some really good things that come from it so I tried it out today with my naturopath and I was definitely feeling stressed and worried before going about other things in my life and then I came out after and I was like I can like breathe again so at least that worked (laughs) yeah I know
0: I've been meaning to try an acupuncturist Um, I was telling Khoi that my naturopath kind of does this like electromagnetic type thing where it's um, is like acupuncture because it does get to the pressure points, but it's not needles. Um, So um, and I can't wait to give you guys an update when I go see my naturopath next um, week. I see him and I'm looking forward to that because the last time I saw him, I was like, do you want to see me before or after the baby? And he's like, I want to see you before because he wants to get me like on a plan of, you know, like how to properly care for myself after I have the baby. And um, like, I don't know if that means like there's going to be s- specific supplements I need to take because I think I mentioned this in a couple episodes before is um, like no other it's only like women during pregnancy and birth that like your hormones are so spiked during pregnancy and then within 24 hours of like when you deliver your hormones just crash like they go to pretty much zero there's like specific hormones that do so um I'm looking forward to seeing like how I can take care of myself during that time where my hormones are just diving so on a roller coaster So what have you been? I know this is like one of our questions always. What are you have you been watching
1: on Netflix or Prime or Disney? Netflix or Prime, Disney, Crave or TLC. What should we talk about? <laughs> Actually,
0: Quay and I got together last weekend and we watched um, the movie Turning Red. And yeah. I'm sure if anyone listening has watched it, but we definitely recommend
1: it. We highly recommend. Me and Grace like couldn't stop like laughing at it. And her son, Nico, like did not find it very funny, I don't think, until like he was she was shaking her bum. But it is if you're born anywhere in like nineteen eighty-seven to, to 2000 to <laughs> nineteen ninety-four or like something, you're totally gonna laugh because it's like growing up with like the boy bands and growing up and like your hormones are coming and like we're totally spoiling it but she gets all hot and bothered over like these boys and we couldn't I couldn't stop laughing because I could totally relate like all I wanted to do in grade was like talk to boys and like not even for any reason but just be like hi <laughs> and like she and her friends and like you know how important your like friends were when you were that how old like I, I mean, you know how important friends were to you when you were that age, it was like life or death. And then her friends like helped her be a calm red panda. I, I was great. Yeah, it was a really good movie. And um, so
0: Quinn and I are located in Toronto GTA. Mm. So the movie was based in Toronto as of like the eight in the eighties, I guess. So it had, um, yeah, it had like the CN Tower in it and the Sky Dome, which was so, it was just really cool to like
1: see that represent. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then I think your son said something really funny because we were like, is the temple, was the temple something real? Or like, is it still around? Like we, we had that question where we are like, oh, is it real? And he said something like, This was made a long time ago. It's not around or something. He like was so factual with us. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) he's so funny. Okay. So in this episode, we're going to keep it moving, move it along. We're going to talk about a couple things. So we're going to talk again about the Trevor, whichever Noah had stated about the Kim Kardashian and Kanye West thing. And then we're going to talk about Kim's, what we think on Kim's get up and work or whatever she said. And then we're going to end it off on our tips on how to be a career oriented woman or get your career goals or a boss bitch or whatever term you want to use. We're going to give you some advice. So Grace, do you want me to like, do you you want me to share about the Trevor Noah thing? yeah yeah okay so we kind of talked about it before and we're going to re-bring it back because Trevor Noah had came out stating like he said before oh if Kim Kardashian can't get the richest woman in the world can't get away from her abusive ex what made you think, what could make you think a normal woman can and I'm like true but he also said more to it where it was like two things can be true she can be really privileged and she can have all this money and she can still be harassed by her ex-partner and not be able to get away. Like these both things can be true at the same time, just because she's rich and famous doesn't mean it's not terrifying. And yeah. he had related it to being like, we, I liked his, re, I liked his quote and I think this is how we should move because we can. It's um, he's like, I'm not saying Kanye West is going to hurt Kim Kardashian. I'm not saying that he's going to hurt his kids. I'm not saying he's going to hurt himself. That this is a pattern in domestic violence and domestic abuse. And if we all just put our hazards on and move slowly around this car crash, then if we notice something is crashing, we can all be like, oh, okay, it's like, call, call 911, call whatever. And I think that is a really good thing because we all see people in our lives who are having, or we've all, I feel like we've all experienced someone in our life who has domestic abuse or there's violence in a relationship or there's some type of thing that we all could, we're all like, oh, I'm noticing, but I'm not saying anything. So if you just put your hazards on and you're like, hey, we let's talk about it. Let's make this out in the open. Like, let's not ignore it then when it starts to crash in anyone's life you can be for almost any type of situation like depression or anything everyone can it's like we're aware that this is happening like let's put our blinkers on until we know we're good to go on full force again Mm -hmm. did that any of that make sense
0: yeah um it kind of reminded me of this one podcast I was watching listening to last year when I was going through my hard time um in my relationship and um the woman said when she like went through a divorce she was saying um and she related it to like a car crash she's like a lot of people don't understand because um you don't really like a lot of the times you don't talk about like your problems and then people will just end up seeing the car engulfed in flames at the end and then they're like what like So I don't know. I just related to that, that car
1: (laughs) scenario you said. (laughs) Yeah. Same lines. And I really wanted to reiterate what Trevor Noah had said. And he was like, we live in a world where women are questioned for what's happening to them, as opposed to the people questioning what is happening to them. Like we live in a world where if women are experiencing financial abuse or domestic abuse or, or emotional abuse, well what did you do to make him mad Mm -hmm. what did you like it's what we're questioning the woman instead of why is this person reacting like that and trying to control you and like calling you a bitch or whatever not the other way so he's just trying to use this example to identify the narrative and give us all a chance to like be on Be aware. Mm -hmm. This happens in our like daily lives, right? Yeah.
0: And I think like what Kim and Kanye are going through, like even though that they are, you know, these celebrities and have these privileges most people don't have, it's still like she could still feel unsafe and still she's got children to worry about and like you know, like, I'm sure they got bodyguards and things like that. But at the same time, like, he, like, Kanye is creating an unsafe environment for Kim and their children. Like, and, like, there's no way, you know, to, like, protect yourself from that other than cutting your, like, trying to cut yourself off from it. So it's not like Kim's, like, fame and fortune can, like, stop that you know like right so she's kind of going
1: through yeah totally going through it and it's too bad. like ultimately too he was saying if you if you're in a storm if it's raining and you're in a storm you put your hazards on and you move slowly and you don't think after oh i was an idiot for that you think oh i'm glad i'm safe i'm glad we're all safe he's mm-hmm. like this is the same situation. And that's, that was what I was trying to like talk about with the hazards and stuff, but I didn't articulate that enough. So I just tried again. (laughs) Um, but also on the flip side, it's also like, I know people were kind of making fun of Kanye before for his like mental health, but it's like still a thing. Like I'm pretty sure he's bipolar. Like we can't make fun of it. We just have to like read up on it and acknowledge like it's a struggle mm-hmm. this is having his struggles having a negative impact on his previous life, and it's getting a little dangerous
0: yeah it's getting dangerous and i know so, getting his like the support that he needs right to not put himself in a situation like that that's unsafe for clearly like his loved ones yeah um right because he loves Kim and he loves his kids but it's um yeah not benefiting anyone
1: no and then on the height of it while this is happening then she also says something on it on some magazine where it's like what advice do you give to women in business? And it's like get up and fucking work. It seems like no one wants to work. So and where I'm did like,
0: that where did that come from? Was it like because I know keeping like the Kardashians are coming out with a new show on Disney Plus,
1: I believe. And Disney was it Plus? I thought it was Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's Disney in Canada. In Canada, I think it's Disney Plus. You're right. Yeah.
0: Um. So like, was did that? interview where she said get up and work come from
1: like the promo of that or was I it think just a so. random interview I think it was the promo from that what do you think of that statement I don't know
0: like <laughs> obviously it's like everyone's making fun of it because like she like she is privileged like she you know grew up very wealthy and you know, had all these opportunities given to her. And although, like, they did work very hard and um, whatnot, like, she still had more opportunities than, you know, like, the regular person. Um, And I think
1: she also, like, get up and work. Well, Kim, like, you just had a little bit easier time getting up and working because when you were studying for the bar, you had, like, nannies and like school and a chauffeur for for your like we don't know what it looked like but i'm pretty sure she had enough money to have her kids taken care of for the 14 hours she had to study for the bar yeah and i'm like i'm not studying for the bar a because (laughs) that's not that like but if i was a single mom i'm like that would be easier for me to study to be a lawyer if I could have a chef, if I could have a a house cleaner, if I could have like the, the barriers were zero.
0: Like, I don't know if it was you that told me, but I always think like somebody told me, cause I was like, oh, I will like, wish I can eat this certain way and like it be easy. And someone was like, oh, well, you know, like the people you're following, like those celebrities, like they have personal chefs that cook the way that they're being told they want to eat. And like, sometimes like economically it is easier. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, Oh, I only have this much to spend on groceries this week. Like I can't be getting like the food that I wish I could get. And sometimes it is like a frozen pizza for like that night of the dinner or that night for dinner. But um, I almost like wonder if like, it's obviously Kim has said like a lot of things throughout her life that people are like what and it like blows up in, including this one I'm like is this like a publicity stunt where like they're like say yeah. this quite or say this Kim <laughs> and it's just like completely ridiculous because I'm just like are you really that well, like yeah like to think that Like I could see her saying that to like her rich friends, like just get up and work. And they're like, yeah, just get up and work. Like, But it's like, you're saying that in an interview and like, who are the majority of the people who like follow you? Like they're just
1: regular people. Yeah, they're not extremely wealthy and live in Hidden Hills. But on the flip side, she's not wrong. Yeah I mean
0: you do have to get up and work
1: like you have to go through the mud and like she she doesn't have mud we all have mud but you still have to get up and do it. Mm -hmm. You gotta get up. So I'm like I'm like that was tone deaf and awful but also (laughs) shit (laughs) also shit we all gotta get up every day and do it. And then also, like, on top of that, like, I'm not saying it's not harder for some people. I'm not saying it wasn't hard when you have, when you're struggling with your mental health. I'm not saying it's not hard when you're struggling financially. Like, it is hard. It's hard. Yeah.
0: It made me think. So today um, I had to go um, visit um, Ben's grandpa, um, who is, um, dec- his health is declining because of cancer. And, um, he even said like last week, he's like, I could walk down the street. Um, okay. Like fully. Okay. And he's like this week, like, I don't, I can't walk down the street. And I was, so I, I thought I was like, wow, but you're fully dressed up in like a, a button up. And I'm like, it made me think like, you know, he was, you know, like relaxing in bed and whatnot, but he still got up to get dressed and probably just like feel nor like a bit normal that day. And I'm just like, if I was in bed, not well, like I'd be in my pajamas and, but it's almost like a mindset thing, you know, to like, you know, get up, get dressed, Mm -hmm. like wash your face, like make your bed, even if you're not like feeling so great, but having some sort of routine. So it kind of put that like into perspective for me a little bit. And lately too,
1: what's been being, what's being like put into my brain about becoming like a, a businesswoman or some, I don't want to like gender, I don't want to put like an associated gender to it, but like what makes me want to be like a leader. And when I'm seeing other women who are in these leadership roles, they are talking about like getting up at 5 a.m., getting time for them themselves before they can take care of their family. They have to exercise. They have to take journal, take care of themselves. They have to ease into their morning. They have like so much to do during the day. The only time they have is in the morning at five. So they're up at like 5am feeling themselves. And I'm like, okay. To so in order to be balanced, when I, as I get older and grow and start a family, like if I want to be at this level all the time, I have to start my day earlier and right now it's really hard (laughs) but I also don't have a pushing factor of like a household and children like if I don't wake up and go work out in the morning I can wake up I can stay up and work out at night like I don't have these pushing responsibilities like I have no one to cook for but myself I have no one to do anything like that for for myself so like I don't have to wake up that early right now but I'm noticing that a lot of women who are CEOs and have families are up earlier. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I admire the ones that get up earlier. Like I've thought of it. um, And I probably have tried it <laughs> to get up early just to have that like time. Yeah. But then when you think of like, man, just like how long, days are with a kid sometimes. Like I remember when Nico was in his newborn stage and I'm going to be back in that soon. Um, I would cry in the evenings because I'm like, Ben, this is like an evening, which leads to bedtime for you. But I'm like, this is like a morning for me because although it's getting dark, I'm like, I'm going to be like up all night like and I think I'm just one that like values my sleep so much too so it was like a huge shock to my system to just like like even the other night been like I hate being disturbed in my sleep and I was like so angry I was just crying (laughs) I was like "Ah." so um yeah it's quite the shock to me to like
1: also these women have children who are older older now so they're like nine, twelve, fifteen. So their 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 kids are like through that stage. Um oh, okay. So it's like how they're managing their their lives later in life. Will like back to work and like back in it for a bit. So gotcha. a different sense. stage. So we're,
0: so pretty much, I'm just trying to like get through the day and survive at this point. And that's no, that's okay. You're saying okay, good. That's okay. It's okay. It's all good survive
1: you know, I'm just I like oh later. man
0: these these women are getting up at 5 30 and maybe I should and go to bed at nine when the kids go to bed um that has been pretty much my life going to bed when Nico does
1: Good. um but I'm glad that you are because sleep is really important too like that's when your body has a chance to rest and heal heal yeah totally so it's important to sleep um okay but more we have really like sage wise advice from our of my turning 33 years I entered the workforce in 20 like officially in 23 so my 10 years at this one job 2013 give, you entered your job yeah 2013 because I remember I was, that because that was 20. the year I
0: moved to Toronto
1: was like 24 then anyways 2013. <laughs> so this is, and then Grace is going to add from her experience as well in 20 joining the workforce in 2015. So we have some years to talk about, and this comes with like really strong advice or like background knowledge, right? Yeah. Grace? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the first one we want to tell you guys to be the single, like, not single, our best pieces of advice about careers and when you're going to the workplace we want to tell you first things first always take your lunch break (laughs) and we're serious like like um, we're laughing but
0: (laughs) always take it um so I have one also that I I wanted to say because do you feel I feel like recently it has been more known to like not glorify like you know the the late night working or like yeah like the overworking where yeah. like a few years ago it was like that was glorified. Yeah, the hustle so, culture. Yeah, totally. So I feel like you know taking your lunch break and finishing your work and especially while we're like a lot of people are working from home it's like you need to set those boundaries even within your your own home um so yeah um never stop learning um I feel like you know we're always given more opportunities now that like things are online that there's always like these conferences that we can attend and um you know like if you can join in on them, because it's nice to just hear from different voices. And um, I tuned into one tonight and it was really nice. Um, so, yeah,
1: never stop learning. One that I think is really important is always negotiate your pay and like go into that with the confidence of a mediocre white man. So, if you, if they offered you, say you were offered like, 62 always counter offer and be like okay well give me 67 and then they'll land on 65 and that's where you want them to land right and negotiate your pay and I think it's really important you're not strong arming arming them but you have leverage if you're like okay I want 67 because this other company is going to offer it to me but I would rather work with you guys so then if your goal is 65 and they're like they come back with you and say 65 you're like okay I'll take it but it's like um like the company culture is really important to take into account too so like If you know you wouldn't work somewhere else good, if you wouldn't work good for somewhere else at 67, then taking 65 is more important because of your health and wellness also plays into it. And it's two grand over the year, right? Yeah. That's how I look at it, and that's my advice. And I think um, like while you're negotiating,
0: it's also a good point to also be like confident in what like who what you bring to the table. And what like how you want to be valued. Mm-hmm. Um, because to negotiate, I think you need to have that confidence in the right. work that you you give. And that right. brings it back to the Kim Kardashian, like get up and work. Like you gotta, you know, you gotta prove yourself. like you have to show like your employer or whoever like this is like what I bring to the table and this is like what I can bring to the workplace. And I deserve a higher pay because of this.
1: That's like something further on I was going to talk about, like make your work visible and be proud of it. But that's exactly what Grace is, is saying. Like if you can say, well, I've brought in this much revenue and I've launched these many events and that has improved this awareness of the brand um, by this much, much percentage, the the numbers don't lie. So then your numbers like you're negotiating your pay there it becomes easier. But um
0: another one is yeah. um and it made me think of how we start this podcast is when you have an idea, just start. Um mm-hmm. so I know we talk a lot about in well in times we've talked about like how we started this podcast and it was an idea and you know, Quay was like, well, we need to get this in order and this, 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 this. And I was like, let's just do it. Like we don't, Mm -hmm. we can figure that out. And I think it was, you know, like it was that little push that just got us started. And, um, you know, I even get caught up like that too. Like, I feel like I'm so full of ideas and then I like, I don't act on them and I should just do it sometimes. Um, so that's another advice. of advice?
1: Something that I've learned is paying attention to how I communicate because everyone communicates differently and very uniquely. So for me, I communicate in like straight to the point bullet form. We we need 25K, do you got it or not? Mm -hmm. And some people are like, oh, do you have 25K? Would you have it for this or that? And like, go into like maybe next fiscal maybe this fiscal and i'm just like yes or no tell me now and i'm moving on and it's like burned to bridges before when it's not like i'm still open to 25k in the new fiscal but i didn't communicate that or you know i was just like a yes or no so mm-hmm. paying attention to how you communicate is really important also like it's always easier to hop on a call Because Mm -hmm. you can't tell tone in an email, and you can't make like what is it, rapport? Like, there's somebody in marketing who I would just hop on a call with to to flesh out an idea because to communicate it through an email is way harder. And then we're already on the same page. So it's just Mm -hmm. more efficient, it cuts down time. So that is something that I've learned in my span that I found is really important
0: hmm um I also want to say too, um that your career journey isn't always a straight line um and I think that even can go to say about like your school your schooling like you know high school students have the pressure to like pick the best like the the right program and that they're, they they want to be set in that one. but a lot of the time like students can switch out because it's not what they, would want to do at the end um and I just like another I always think too like I remember I was visiting Ben's Nona a few years ago and I was like wow like like I love your house and your house is so great she's like you know like we had to like we worked really hard for this house like we just this wasn't the first house that we bought and it you know it makes you think of your career journey like your first career may not be your like the first career you'll be in like you could have like career changes you'll end up like it I don't know it's
1: not always a straight line um I was gonna say or you could just go into the workforce like me at at our organization then never leave but I went I tried to go somewhere else first so it wasn't a straight line
0: yeah totally and you're don't you get didn't you get recognized like at
1: five years and then did
0: you get recognized at 10 years or you're not at 10 yet
1: I'm not at 10 yet, but I'll get a, a pin when I know a pen when I get to 10 years. A pen. Ooh, can you believe it? And did you get a gift card for your five years? Or what I'm did you like get? A just, an teaching, I think.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> just an email? Oh, just an email. At two years, I got a gift card to dine on campus. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> dine on campus. Woo! Okay. But part of, part of the career and straight line thing I think is really important is like learning from your, learning from a mistake is more important than not making it. Like if you go into a job and you're like, I thought this was for me. Oh, now that I'm here six months and it's not for me, let me go somewhere else. You've just learned something and that like, it's better to have gone and made that misconnection than like, and know it's not for you. Then never know yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's my favorite piece of advice here. Yeah, yeah. What has yours mine's, been? Mine's been like about the money because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, women are always underpaid and undervalued. Yeah. So I'm like, Give me fucking two grand more. Yeah, totally. Um, I think something that you've taught me we're rounding out to the end of them but something that you've taught me grace was like don't ask for advice don't ask no don't worry about people's opinions if you wouldn't go to them for advice and you have like taught me that through like well they're not my people anyway or like they're Mm -hmm. not my why do I care what a nasty person thinks Mm -hmm. and I'm like right (laughs) (laughs) to root so like when you think about that and like you think someone thinks your opinion in the workplace is a bad bad idea or like someone hates on you would you go to them for advice anyway no okay well then no need to be sad
0: yeah I think I've definitely learned that over the years and then now I'm kind of taking it like the opposite way now too where I want to be like that safe person somebody can speak to and not always inserting my opinion unless mm-hmm. it's asked because sometimes my opinion might not agree with them but I don't want to want them to feel shut down by inserting my opinion if they're not asking for it sometimes you yeah. just want to like vent and I think it, it's a lesson I'm like learning to do um, especially like with my son and like my like future daughter and like kids that I want them to come up to me with like all these ideas and like you know and I I want to like support them and if they're like mom what do you think and then I'd be like well maybe you would like the you know this program better or what about this but if they're just coming to me excited I want to be excited for them right I
1: like that I think that's that's really, that it really does create a safe space. Mm-hmm. All right, Grace, do you have any more tips for? I think we, I think we listed a lot.
0: I, I think hope so everyone too. was taking some notes. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> but um, yeah, we want to like thank everyone for listening. Um, we hope everyone is taking care of themselves, making sure that even though we're, you know, like spring is approaching or spring is here and summer is approaching, it seems like, you know, like restrictions are being like more lifted and things will kind of seem a little bit more normal in the summer, but you're still taking time for yourself and um, staying healthy, washing your hands, wearing a mask if you still feel comfortable. Doing so, then you got to do you. yeah. So thank you all for listening. Get up and work. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> get up and work. No, get uh, up and but also take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time. Toodaloo.
1: So your podcast Andes, know that life can be tough and we want to end our episode with promoting the hope for wellness talk line. The hope for wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast these love you.